Hey everyone, it's Tom Kradza, and on this episode of the show, we have my brother, Nick Kradza. We have Daniel Thiessen. He goes by Dan, but there is his full name, Daniel Thiessen. And uh, Dan, if you haven't, some of you may know him if you have, if this is your first time being exposed to Dan. Dan is the owner um, and head trainer of Radix Performance Center in Oakville. It's a gym that we go to, a bunch of us here at Rockstar go to. And over the years, he's really helped me and my fitness progress. Um, some of you may not know my personal story I didn't even I didn't open the doors to a gym until I was about 39 years old um Nick my brother has been going to the gym I think ever since he came out of the womb if he's been going to the gym it feels like forever so uh Dan's really helped me a lot over the last few years and one of the things that you're going to hear on this episode of the your life your term show is during our talk we talk about an experience that I had at Radix um where I say I almost died and I just want to give clarity around that um I say that it was just that this workout pushed me to the max. And when I say I almost died, it was like it was uh, in a good way that this uh, this workout pushed me like I, uh, you know, it pushed me to my absolute max, both mentally and physically. And what it was is during this 12 week challenge that he sometimes run, you kind of sign up and you have all these goals that you want to achieve for yourself. And Dan picked one of the goals for myself would be to finish this CrossFit workout called Glenn in a certain time. And the time was 45 minutes. And what I had to do in the, in this time period of 45 minutes was do um, 30 clean and jerks at 135 pounds. So that that's like lifting the barbell over your head 30 times. Then after you've done that, you run a mile and then you come back into the gym and you climb a rope, which I think is maybe about 15 feet or so, um, 10 times, which sounds so easy. But let me tell you, after four or five times, like your grip and you could barely get up there. And I almost uh, I almost failed right at, right at that part of the workout. I lost my grip. I had to rest way longer than I was hoping that I would needed to. I thought I was going to give up. It was like the whole experience was starting to go into slow motion for me. It was like this weird weird uh, state and uh, but I managed to finish the rope climbs with with Dan's guidance I ran another mile so then you run another mile and you come back into the gym and you do a hundred burpees and uh, the time cap was 45 minutes I finished it in 44 minutes and change one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life one of the things I'm probably most proud of and uh, for context Mike DeZormo here uh, a rock star um, he finished that work, same workout. He did it with me in about 35 minutes and I don't even think he broke a sweat. So <laughs> that's where we're at. That's where Mike's at and that's where I'm at just for context on our fitness. But anyway, we're having a great time doing that kind of stuff. Super thrilled, um, to have Dan on the show. He talks about some of his experiences. Um, and the other guest that we have on the show, I just want to get her name right. So I'm going to pull it up. I don't want to mess this up. It's Amanda Braddock. And I hope I'm pronouncing her last name properly. So she has the na Canadian national record for the clean and jerk. So her record is 101 kilos over your head. So that's over 200 pounds over your head. And then for context, she weighs about 100 pounds. So she weighs about 100 and she's putting more than her double her body weight over her head. So when I think about that, I would have to put I'm, a, I'm just over 200 pounds, like two right now. I was about 199. I think right now I'm like 201, 202, 203 kind of range. I would have to put over 400 pounds over my head to accomplish what she accomplished. So she, on uh, uh, if I have the date right on March 24th, 2018, um, she set this record. Um, 
if you uh, if you get a chance to see the, the way she reacted after she set the record, she's going to share her Instagram on on this. Definitely check it out. Um, so just an amazing story to hear what she's done, the amount of training she's done over the last six years, and then specifically over the last twelve months, where she had to take her training to to set a national record, is so instructive for us because. That what she did in the sport of clean and jerk can be applied in Olympic weightlifting. Those principles can be applied to anything. I, I look at it as those principles can be applied to starting your own business or investing in real estate. It's all about dedicating yourself to whatever it is that you're doing. And I just find it fascinating to hear her story and see the similarities in so many different things of top performers doing exactly what she did. So really super grateful that she came on the show and was, is able to share her story. I think you're really going to get a kick out of both Amanda and Dan. Um, before we get started, I want to mention if you're listening to this and you have any questions about Rockstar Real Estate or if you want to invest in real estate and uh, you're looking for information, the best place to go to would be rockstarinnercircle.com. So that's one of our websites where we have all our blog posts, our articles. Um, we have a ton of YouTube videos on there sharing all different real estate um, investing information. We also have three different digital books. We sell these books through Amazon, but if you want the digital copies for free, you can get them on rockstarinnercircle.com as well. If you want to come out and meet us come to a real estate investing class, you can register for one of our classes. One of the ones Nick and I are both at, you can register on that site. Um, we stick around and answer any questions. So if you're thinking about, uh, you know, buying your first rental property or starting down the real estate investing path and not sure where to begin, you can come out to that class. We give a, it's a 90 minute class. We stick around afterwards and answer any questions. You can register for that class at rockstarinnercircle.com. Okay. Enough with that. You're going to enjoy the show. Let's get on with it. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. <laughs> we were talking earlier about how uh, I think how this started. Because I think, Nick, you know Amanda's story more than I know Amanda's story. But for anyone listening here, Amanda um, can put over her head double her body weight. Am I saying that yeah. accurately? Technically, more? it's actually more than yes. double. Yes. Don't I, when you that work that hard, when you work that hard <laughs> it's technically over. It's, it's not only is it over. Is it a national record? It's a national It's a national Canadian, Canadian national, national record. Okay, let's, hold on. Let's take two steps back. Let's yeah, go. How did so, we end up here? Yeah. So mm -hmm. I guess the goal because for that's today, the thing that most amazes my brain. No, for sure. I was just computing. Sorry, but the, but I was just computing. This is how it works with Tom. So Tom's going to mm -hmm. take no, the lead. No, I know. I just like <laughs> because for me, I'm just over 200 pounds. I would have to put 400 pounds over my head to do the equivalent. Yeah. Correct. Which just blows my mind. Anyway, there you go. You so, can take it from there. So the goal for today was we wanted to talk about like performance. And just because we get a lot of questions about people about diet, what they're eating, how we're doing certain things, workouts, mm. because for old guys, I think people think we work out a lot or something. Um, and that's why. So there's two people with us today. There's uh, Dan. I always pronounce your name Thiessen, but it's not. It's Thiessen, right? Silent H. Yeah. So it's Dan. Do you like Daniel? Do you like being formal? <laughs> that's Is like my mom. Daniel. Daniel. Okay. So now we'll go Dan. Call me Dan. So Dan Thiessen. Um, you own the gym that we go to, Rags yes. Performance Center. We'll get in all, all into that stuff. Um, and then Amanda, I don't even know how to say her last name. Braddock. Is it just, okay. Yeah, so but I've if never you're tried. speaking Spanish, it's Braddo. 
Whoa. Okay. I'm not yeah, going to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, got it. Okay. <laughs> so, and um, Amanda's uh, the coach at Siberia Weightlifting that operates within kind of as part of Radix as well. And also, um, yeah, a really good weightlifter, as like Tom just kind of, uh, you know, pronounced. So when we say weightlifting, for anyone not familiar with the term, some people might pronounce weight, think weightlifting is like bodybuilding stuff, like mm. arm curls and stuff. Which is what I think associate it with. When I, I hear you say weightlifting, yeah. I associate yeah. it with people like People come in press. the gym all the time and they're like, oh, I've been weightlifting for years. And I'm like, nah, bro, you have not been weightlifting <laughs> yeah, for yeah. years. Yeah, but weightlifting <laughs> is like the Olympic lifts. Yeah, mm. so clean and, like clean and jerk, uh, the snatch, that type of stuff, right? Mm. So yeah, you... That's it. And you recently, so to that back to now where we were, you recently set a national record. Yes. So what was that? National record for your weight category? So yeah, it was a Canadian record in 48 kilo weight class. Okay. So you weigh 48 at the time or just you weighed in under 48 and you put, and what was, what'd you put over your head? 101 kilos, which is 222 pounds. That's incredible. 224. 224? Yeah. Just off the top of your head. Yeah. You are selling yourself short. (laughs) Yeah, wow. 100 kilos. That blows yeah, me away. No, it's 222. No, it's 222. You're right. 222? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. 102. I'm just thinking about my record, so I'm glad I got 101 because I really wanted 225 that day. So <laughs> for my snatch. Yeah, so. I'm just trying to keep my clean jerk at the same so. level as your snatch. Oh. So whatever, whatever <laughs> next so snatch is. I'm just going to So I'm going to yeah. leave. I, I'll just leave now. <laughs> but on, but I don't snatch. I don't, I don't yeah. weigh, but I, I only weigh twice your body weight so <laughs> <laughs> oh wow so anyways yeah it's that is quite so for anyone to understand that that is like quite the feat actually you mm-hmm. went to worlds the world championship la, what this year last year last year yeah. where'd you end up placing there uh 11th yeah so it's quite uh so yeah definitely top so high performance so that's kind of where we wanted to kind of go go to dan i know you work with a lot of um uh, elderly people like 40 and above like myself now. <laughs> <laughs> so you you I mean uh, but uh, seriously a lot of people yep. you work with a lot of young guys yes. um, and a lot of people that uh, as that haven't worked out you know or they're trying to get in shape kind of later on you know yeah. after after they've allowed themselves to get out of shape so mm-hmm. I think that's where things come in yep. that's how I lured Tom into this whole world as well right yeah what? yeah I was definitely out of shape I don't okay. know if I'm in shape now but I'm in much better shape than I was. All right. So first, Mike thing, Mike Desormal called me fat. That's how this all started. Called you skinny Mike, fat? No. Just no, he just fat? said I was fat. He didn't even get the skinny. Yeah, I've never heard Mike <laughs> say anything negatively about anyone. He just yeah. he just came out at me one day. We were doing a little YouTube video together, and afterwards he goes, "Man, you're fat." Mike does <laughs> shop in the children's clothes section, though, so the clothes look really tight on him. To be fair, so <laughs> Mike's probably hearing this down the hallway right now. Yeah. Hey, those clothes are taxed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. So Dan. I mean, mm-hmm. like in this whole world, from what you've seen, like people that are kind of, I, I'm talking about people that are not basically Amanda people, mm-hmm. um, that are like super focused, hyper focused on on performance and stuff like that. But the average person that's you know, working an office job and just trying to get in a couple workouts a week, mm-hmm. what have you seen like be the the number one thing kind of either holding them back or the, the, if you had to, I guess get a few things together that really make a difference for them, like what are they? I'd say the two biggest things would be uh, consistency in the gym. And then number two is diet, mm-hmm. which has nothing to do with being in the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's kind of what I noticed with myself. Difference. Once I changed my diet, uh, yeah. my body Your shape body changes. changed. You can't outwork a horrible diet. Yeah. It's like literally impossible. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize. That's like basic, maybe basic info to you, Dan. I, didn't, yeah. I completely didn't realize that. Like and that, most that, people that, don't. And most people, if you ask them, how how do you eat? The, fir- the, 
first initial reaction is, I eat pretty good. I eat pretty clean. And you're like, okay, can you write down three days worth of what you eat for me? And I get the email and I'm like, whoa, this is pretty good. Like, yeah, yeah. It's brutal. I did that. I just excluded <laughs> all the alcohol in drink. Yeah, and I sent it over to Dan. Oh, really? Either that I, or I'm like, I go back and I'm like, uh, I don't want to call you a liar, but you need to... Uh, confess some more things because oh, yeah. there's no way you left out you these three <laughs> yeah. extra meals that you ate yeah exactly what about you amanda when you're doing this uh, how are you how are you managing your nutrition like are you always on the same type of th- your your body weight does it fluctuate up and down like do you have to cut a lot of weight when you're competing yeah it it fluctuates a little bit uh not so much anymore but it's interesting that um that you were saying that nutrition and then consistency in the gym but the two tie together because when you eat better you feel better in the gym and then you want to train more often like mm-hmm. on days when when i'm not as careful with what i eat or i'm not i'm not eating specific things deliberately at, at certain times and i'm just eating whatever like after a competition if i just go off the rails and i have two weeks Donuts. of whatever yeah <laughs> not even specifically looking for things that I want to eat but just eating whatever I feel like eating then you never feel as good in the gym and then you're like oh I don't want to do that again so it's, so it's I, scientifically proven though people who follow both do way better I believe that but do you think yeah. people that aren't so like when you're comp- when you're operating and 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 to be fair I mean Dan operates at a very high level a, as well you know what I mean so like Amanda you, you do but so this really applies to both of you guys but because you're both in tune with your bodies right mm-hmm. but for for a lot of people that maybe don't do you think they feel the difference? Because when you don't know what it's like to perform at an at a, at a, at a optimal level, mm. do you think people can tell the difference when, when they're off? Do you know what I mean? Or do you, it's got to take they, they have to get to at least a certain level before they can kind of recognize what, what you're saying? Yeah, First, yeah. Uh, definitely not. Like like Dan was saying, people think they're eating well, mm-hmm. and then and then you look through what they're eating, and it's and it's full of processed shit or whatever. Sorry. Do you do that Am stuff? I like, to swear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you, when you're coaching people, do you do that stuff? Do you go through their diet for them as no, well? No, uh, not unless not unless there's like a sign that they're sluggish in the gym or they're not eating properly or something like that, or unless it's like down to the wire before a competition and like, hey, what do you weigh? And they're like, I'm th- four kilos over. And I'm like, hmm, why Typical. are you four kilos over? But how did you guys learn this case. stuff? Because well, like that, that to me, I've, I consider myself like I read a lot of stuff. Yeah. But until until I was about thirty nine or forty, I didn't read anything about my diet. Is that something from school for both of you? Like, how did I you did, get this diet stuff? I did uh, as part of um, some of the certifications I've done. I've done that, but most of it comes from me from reading. I've read pretty much every diet book out there, and then I've experimented on myself for like over a decade. I could tell you. The million yeah, types you, of Dan there's I, been. And you yeah, fat Dan, it. skinny Dan, Jack Dan. Yeah, all has there been? Oh, remember, I can do, do it. I've done like it all. Dan? I tried. Oh, eat like I had a hashtag. Eat like, eat like Dan. Because yeah. you just ate a lot of stuff. Because I was like, I'm gonna get strong as f, and I'm just gonna eat everything in my path. And I got strong and I got fat, and then I decided I didn't want to be like that anymore. Yeah, got it. And but I've tried every diet. I've experimented on myself in so many different ways. So. Got it. I feel I like with you, you two sitting here, it's such polar opposites of size of people right here <laughs> that yeah. I'm looking at. Well, I was going to say, like, I came at it from the from the opposite. So when I started, I was a skinny, skinny twig. I'm still kind of skinny twig, but yeah. I was like 99 pounds. So for me, it was like the nutrition I didn't even think about for years. And it was just like being consistent with training. And then finally, when you're like, hey, I need this extra little piece. Or I moved up from, so when I started uh, weightlifting, I was like... 99 pounds, which is like 45 kilos or something. I did my first meet at like 46 kilos and then over the years like built muscle and then started to move up and fill out 48 and then sit slightly above 48. And that's the point where 
the nutrition stuff came in. But before that, I was eating like a child. How the hell does someone get into weightlifting? Yeah, like, how, how does a girl, so like, yeah. you know, I know, so this is going to sound sexist, this is not, because I was going to say, how does a girl, but I didn't mean it like that, but I'm thinking of like a, a skinny little girl, like you just called yourself, G- you know, look around and be yeah. like, this really, this weightlifting world with all these, because in the weightlifting me. world, the, you know, the ones that you see on TV, because the ones that draw the, the, the biggest numbers are like these big monstrous men, right? Like these like huge monsters. So you, the, and when I think weightlifting, that's what I think, maybe because I'm a guy or whatever. How did you get? into that world yeah it's always funny when when people i mean everybody's surprised that i'm a weightlifter but yeah you've got a whole spectrum of weight classes but for sure uh i picked it up in the last year of university and but i mean you have to have someone who like takes your hand and and shows you that stuff otherwise you're right like i was never an athlete growing up and then never did like sports uh never tried out for teams in university and then it was only my last year where i was i was looking to get in shape but I was out of shape in in a in the the opposite way that most people are out of shape. So I was just like skinny and weak, and then mm. you wanted to get a little bit fitter. Uh, so I tried running, and you try rowing, and you try all of the stuff that you know everybody starts off with, or yeah, at least those, or at least that most machines. women start off with the cardio. And then um, it was my boyfriend who was who was doing his bodybuilding stuff. He was just strength training for jujitsu, and. Um, and he would just train at home and then he was very patient and and I give him like full credit for getting me into the idea of weight training because you would never I, I mean at the time I would never have started with just a barbell like you needed someone to say hey do you want to come work out with me and then I would go and I would bring up a, a book or I was in school at the time so I'd, I'd go and study while he did his weight lifting and he never pressured me and, and I think that's important like put the idea in someone's head and then let let it take hold like a little little seed but never like try and no one ever tried to force it onto me and no one was ever um no one but on the other hand no one ever said don't do this so I never had someone saying you're gonna get bulky you're gonna get big or you're you know you're you're gonna build too much muscle you're gonna look like a man or whatever but then I also never had anyone saying you know come do it come do it come do it so I would go and sit with him as he trained and then eventually I'm like you know I could probably do that and he was, but he was doing bodybuilding. He was doing, you know, so how bench did you press the, at home. How did you do the clean and jerk and the snatch and that stuff? Like that, was that the transition? Yes. Yeah, huh. totally. So that was, um, sorry, I realized I'm not close enough to the mic. So that was, that was like the first step. So if I didn't have that, I wouldn't have noticed that there was a sign at, in university that said, if you want to try Olympic weightlifting, come talk to Richard. It was Richard Gonzalez at the time oh. who started Severia Weightlifting. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. My good friend. Yeah. What about, um, so I, I just wanted to go back to something you said because it's so common. And I think both of you guys probably hear this all the time. And I about the, exactly fe- what what the female saying, well, I don't really want to lift weights because I don't want to bulk up. I yeah. totally thought that too, so, though. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I don't want to run uh, because I don't want to use okay. my legs so because I, I don't want to build muscle in my legs. Smokes, really. <laughs> I want to be very wow. clear. So yes. Amanda is very strong. Yes. And you completely look like, I mean, I don't know if you want to look like a female or not, but you look like a female. There's no, you're not like, yeah, this, you can't this even mo- tell that I lift. There's this monster yeah. imposing you figure and you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. th- it does. And that's, that's a, that level like that, yeah. that has always freaked me out. Like I wish that you could gain muscle that fast and look, but I would well, be so you, happy if you figure it out. Let me know. Yeah. I'll bottle it up and sell <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I think some people are doing that yeah. already. Yeah. So, yeah. Without, yeah. With it being legal, then yeah. we can talk. So yeah, that's not a, yeah, that doesn't happen. That's not a thing. If, if anything, my personal opinion is that, uh, females who lift, they're 
body actually looks better when they're lifting. Yeah, I think that's right. a social yeah. change, though. Yeah, I think that's happened more and more that it's 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 not necessarily a bad thing for a, a woman to have some muscle. Whereas before, yeah. I think yeah. it was just like the really super skinny physique yeah. was what was looked at as 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 the prettiest or something, mm, whatever like, it was. I don't yeah, know, model. I understand. Isn't the thing you guys always are kind of have to battle in your line of work that? So a woman might come to you and say, I want to be toned, but not muscular. Yeah. So and then like, how do you, you like know, there's what, a difference. Well, yeah. Like how, what is the distinction between those two things? Yeah. I, I think you listen to what they say and then you give them what they need. Yeah. Got more it. of a thing. Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah. Of yeah. Okay. Totally. Yeah. yeah. You're going to get, yeah. Toned. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, start yeah. with exactly. squats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you don't like, for instance, if you don't squat, you're missing out on an opportunity um, to burn way more calories to, you know, the hormonal changes, all those type of things that help you develop a more leaner, better looking physique. Well, I can't believe, I don't know how you would like build that type of physique by doing, I don't know, like sets of 15 dumbbell curls. Yeah. And that's something I same. learned. I think that applies to men and women, how good the hormonal response is For from sure. lifting weights. I didn't, I had no concept of that, any of that. Anyway, the I'm getting, I, well, the reason I got into one of the biggest benefits for me when I got into working out, I, I don't know if we shared this. So here's the reason. Do you even know this? Tom told me. The reason I started working yeah, out? Yeah. Tom, so, not you, but okay. Tom told me. Yeah, so yeah. we went to Catholic school. In the Catholic school in the last year, you have to do, um, it's like half spare, half religion class. So my first half of the semester was spare. Second half is religion. I was like, well, I really like spare. So why am I going to start going to religion class? I'm just not going to show up. So I never really showed up and I didn't get the credit. Right. And then when graduation came, I was surprised half a credit short of graduating. I'm like, oh, this is a bit of a problem now. <laughs> so I had to find a summer school class and I found, um, I think it was a grade 10 class at the time or a grade 11 class. I don't know, but it was, a, you know, but it was the easiest summer school class I could find was a grade. I think I'm pretty sure it was a te grade 10 weightlifting class. I can't right? believe they offered that as a summer yeah. school class. I never would have taken Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, perfect. So I started weightlifting, it was just bodybuilding stuff, yeah, like strength yeah. training, right? And uh, he was an old power lifter. He was a gym teacher that was an old power lifter. Oh, so yeah. it was that type of stuff. And uh, I took that class, and that's how I gra graduated high school. <laughs> but the I think the story I shared, though, I think it was your jaw. Oh, no, no, that was after. Yeah, what was that after? Oh, when I got my jaw broken? Yeah, yeah, got yeah it. no, 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 this, this started before. Oh, yeah, I, I, I just heard about the jaw breaking. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom will often change the stories to like what he likes the better yeah, one yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So, well, it was a better story. So, I'm yeah. going to have to take full credit yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I don't know if we shared that either, that story. When I got my, no, we'll share that another time. When I got yeah, my yeah. jaw broken. But yeah. uh, so lots of stories we shouldn't be sharing. I think yeah. um, we could share the story about how I was upside down in a I car wanna, in a ditch too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to get back to. Uh, well, I want to ask Amanda something. I don't understand how you went from that to the training regiment you need to get to set national records. Like, how do you go from okay, I'm going to try clean and jerk to like how many times are you training a or what was your training routine in the last three or four years? Like, how many times are you in the gym or how many times a week? Are you, have you been doing it? And how did you get to that place? Well, I mean, now now definitely my training's ramped up. I'm training uh, about six days a week. But I mean, like, even the off day is like, well, Dan knows. It's, ha it's, hard, to, it's hard to just, like, Do whatever, nothing. go for a walk or yeah. something. Like, that's it. Especially when you, like, live in the gym. Yeah. 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 It's like, so six days a week. Six days a week now, but it didn't start off <laughs> And that's that. one training session six days a yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, just okay. one training session but a day. I've, I've experimented. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so how long is it? How long is the training session? It's like anywhere from two to four yeah. hours. Okay. But that's from that's from warm-up yeah. through all of these movements and then, uh, accessory, and stuff then accessory stuff and then stretching. and. Okay, and then how many years to set a national record? 
Uh, I've been lifting for like six and a half years. So. Six and a half years. And it was it all through six and a half years. How many years was it six days a week? Uh, probably just the last year or so. Last year, yeah. six days yeah. a week. And Before the that, it was uh, three days a week. Three days a week. But I mean, when I started, I was in school. And then uh, when I graduated school, then it was like, find a job. And then um, I went through a bunch of different jobs just trying to find the one that let me train more or let me train at it at the time that I wanted to train where I could be coached. Um, so, I mean, I was always doing something else. So it, I, I don't think I would have been able to train six days a week anyway. And, and then three days a week for that majority of time, how many times did you miss training sessions? Like almost never. But that's the point. That's the point I think everyone needs to hear about setting that kind of record. Because how many years of not missing a training yeah. session do you think? Yeah. Like multiple I mean, I, years. I, off the top of my head, there was once where there was a snowstorm and I got stuck. I was taking the bus and, and I she, got and stuck. And she in, remembers it very vividly. It was traumatic. Yeah. I got stuck at the bus terminal and I literally could not get to the gym. But then, of course, you make up for it the next day. So. So you missed one because but of a snowstorm and you couldn't get on the bus. <laughs> well, well, let you off and you freaked yourself out. It sounds yeah, like uh, about sure. it. But, but I, I did it because I loved it. Right. Like so. So it's not like I just, you know, I was this insane. Like, I mean, I can't I'm sort of insane, but it wasn't just like this obsessive. Like, I need to do this because in six years I will have this record. Like, you have no idea what's what's yeah, what's yeah. in store. So but when you say you loved it, you loved the struggle of working out. I loved uh, the technical stuff. So, okay. so if you've so seen list, a lift, I wouldn't call it a struggle. <laughs> no, no. I just meant the kind of monotony yeah, of, of, of like yes. over and yeah. over and over again. Yeah. And I am that sort of person. Like I will pick something up and then and then just like go head first into this like whatever it is I'm doing. Like whatever it is I'm doing. All of my hobbies have been like that. Like there was a period of my life where I got really into sewing <laughs> and and, and wow, then a, you I just follow that's a real amazing switch from I'm, I'm sewing expecting a really to, nice Christmas yeah, 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 yeah. To but see I never took I never like that's when I'm either like all in or that's it yeah. and so so, um, so Amanda sewed quilts for half of Canada. There was a six-year period there's where I just sewed world. quilts. Yeah, there's all these quilts. That I oh, man. Dude. Like, if you get into that, like in anything, and no matter what it is, like there's a whole other level where you can take pretty much anything. Oh, you can get and deep down that you hole. just Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So but I also things. think that the the fact that you, you said you kind of loved that, well, the process, I'm not sure, I can't remember exact words you used just there, but you, 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 you loved doing this. Yep. And the result almost came out of, just committing to the process. Yeah, and I mean, you take it step by step. So, so it was. So you get started and you love it. And and I honestly, I think I got lucky at the time because I mean, six, even six years ago, like I wasn't on Instagram. Like there was no uh, hook grip slow motion videos. Like you couldn't you couldn't obsess over what everyone else was doing. And so I think that might be hard. Like going into the sport now, so where you think, where so you see everybody else succeeding and they're getting so much better uh, than you it. and then there's like well this is like all I had was I had like two YouTube videos that I watched just over and over of like whatever the 2009 world championships or something I'm like okay this is possible but you don't see each lifter and and their amazing highlight reels of PR yeah and, and comparing stuff. yourself that's an important point because I think when we started this business, Nick and I were just blinders on. Yeah. We d ignored everything in the real estate world. We just paid attention to what we were doing yeah. and we didn't want to see any of it because we didn't want to get distracted no. or get any negative feelings about what we could be doing better. So that's a good point. I never and thought about that. And that's how I that. train too. Like that's how I train even now. I'm like, I don't, 
I don't care what any of my competition is doing or what they're squatting or what, like I'm not, some people are really motivated by that and they're like, okay, well, so-and-so's doing this, so I need to push harder. But for me, it's just like, I'm going to get as good as I can get at this pace and there's no rushing it. Like you just got to keep taking it day by day. So. Yeah, yeah. That's and I way think, better I mean, six way. and a half years, how many fail, like look, to hit, you know, to, to, to do something like break a record, yeah. how many failed lifts are there along the way? Infinity. You know, it never ends. And how, many, how long was that record in play? The record you broke it was, was twelve years. Twelve years, yeah. so cool. Actually, That's you know cool. what? I should say something. It was, I think it said a lot. I, I'm, I'm guessing when you posted on Instagram that you broke the record, one of the first things you said was that like you thanked that person oh, for setting the bar absolutely. so high and stuff like, like that. But that's cool. A lot of people wouldn't do that, and yeah. I think it says a lot about your your character. You know, I just thought that was a, a cool thing for. That's very cool. You know, yeah, so yeah. Um, but yeah, for uh, you know, twelve years was she was she pissed off? <laughs> I don't know. I doubt it. She I has think, a lot of other kind Canadian of records. Oh, yeah. She's got I, other things on her plate. Did she troll you? If you've had the record for 12 years, I think you're okay. Yeah. You're probably wondering at that point. It's, it's good. inevitable. Pass yeah. the torch on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, it's if the record were 99, like, I wouldn't have gone to 101. I yeah, would have gone to 100, and yeah, that's, that's it. Fair. So now I'm like, oh, crap. Like, now it's 101. Okay, well... I got to at least do 102 now. Like. It's funny. Now the target's on your back, right? Because you know yeah. there's someone else out there in Canada. Well, they'll never right? have it because the weight yeah, classes the weight are classes changing. changing. Oh, really? Yeah. Forever, so oh, so you, you no permanently way, really? have that. <laughs> she permanently. This is the plan all along. Yeah. 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 yeah, she timed it perfectly. That's why it took six and a half <laughs> years. I just, yeah. I, and I know there's some people listening to this who have no idea what a clean and jerk is yeah. or a snatch. The lifts that you do. Yeah. Can Go you just YouTube. describe? Yeah, but just describe <laughs> it. It's basically just describe for sure. layman's so, terms. So both of the lifts take the bar, take a, a an evenly weighted barbell from the floor over the head. And the snatch does it in one one movement, and the clean and jerk is two movements. So you'll bring the bar from the ground to your shoulders, and then from your shoulders overhead. And it's substantially harder than it looks when you have when you watch people that know how to do it do it. So if you're going to go on YouTube, like Dan suggested, yeah. look up good people, and then just put <laughs> some some fun. Look at some like clean and jerk fails, yeah. and yeah. it'll be. Uh, or you could just look at a bunch or of us trying to do it. Or you could just try it. it. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. yeah, there you go. Come into the gym. It is really Amanda kind of uh, humbling when you see someone like you lift, and then like for me, someone like me, I, I would think to myself naturally, like I, I think I can probably do that. Like I'm, yeah. I don't know. I can probably do that, yeah. and then I can't do a per, half a percentage of what uh, Amanda can do. It's really humbling. I think the the snatch is probably the most technically difficult movement in all of lifting, at, at any sport or yeah. any yeah. Yeah. barbell movement. You know what? And because it's a combination of not just strength. So it's like strength. There's power. There's speed. speed there's mobility, like flexibility yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It is a truly like a, a full yeah. movement. You got to be really excel in a lot of areas to be able to pull it off it's mm-hmm. not just like okay i'm big and strong and i can just do rip no, this thing off those, the ground and put it over some my of head, those guys right? are the worst yeah. the big and strong ones yeah they yeah, they don't, yeah that's something i've appreciated from dan your guidance coming to radix i had no appreciation for mobility like i didn't know anything about the gym i just thought you kind of lift weights and you get strong and mobility for other people is basically like stretching and being able to put yourself in pretty much for the most part natural human positions that yeah, we're or no like longer a, able to do because we all sit on chairs and work at desks yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, like when I started I couldn't squat, which yeah. sounds really like I really I legitimately couldn't squat. And uh, I mean not with a barbell. I mean just squat to the ground standing mm-hmm. and it took I for some reason I got really proud when I was able to just squat down yeah, and kind of sit like there. That's not a, but that's not uncommon. You must see no, that all the time. And uh, you'd probably see it more if you go to a good life or something like that. Most of those people can't, can't squat, squat either. Yeah. One summer about 4 summers ago when I was starting at the gym, uh, I had some hip issue or something and yeah. for some reason I think it might have been Rachel, Dan's okay. wife, I think said you're going to solve that by squatting or whatever. I don't know if you remember this. I didn't we went to the beach with my family for a month. 
Everyone else gets a towel and lies at the beach. For a month, I just squatted right next to them <laughs> at the beach. Yeah. And afterwards, it helped me so much. It was, my very, mobile, it was very weird. Yeah. It was weird. I had my sunglasses on. and in I Croatia? Just, yeah, I yeah. just squatted on the beach for a month. In Croatia. What did the yeah. Croatians is that think even, of that? Yeah, is that even <laughs> unusual in Croatia? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no. They, uh, the people looked at you like, like what is wrong oh, with this guy? Oh, if you're doing anything other than walking a little bit slowly and sitting at a cafe drinking <laughs> coffee yeah. by the beach. Oh, yeah, so squatting next to your family for hours on end? I run up and down this kind of like mountain road and then go i run down to go for a swim run back up run back down like early morning and the people see that see me they're like, you're psychotic they're like, what's wrong with this guy? you know what the best part <laughs> about this, when nick did stuff. that nick did that by our condo there in croatia and what he didn't know <laughs> was uh the ex-police chief of the entire region of croatia was sleeping under a tree he's best friends with these guys we know right from this area where we go and he was there visiting they drink all night they sing all night and then this guy just went to sleep under a tree all night <laughs> And he got up, started yelling, who's this guy running up? Because, you know, Nick's running up and down this hill, just making these loud, like stomping scaring noises people. and scaring <laughs> this guy. And this Big is guy like of, you, you're yeah. running from something. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy, I mean, Nick, Nick's a pretty solid guy, but this is a kind of like a crazy dude. Yeah. <laughs> so not the kind of guy. Oh, no, no. If this guy said anything to me, I would have stopped immediately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know he's, he's the kind of guy about. that when he says something, you're like, OK, I'll, I'll, I'll I'm so, I'm very sorry, sir. Yeah, yeah. I'll completely stop. But that was just something that I had appreciation for mobility being able to squat down for like five seconds at a time and then 10 seconds at a time and then putting your hands over your head which i still kind of struggle with um just that stuff so did you you work on that constantly constantly yeah yeah you're always doing yeah because i have like years of um bad habits from like boxing and muay thai i have my upper back and shoulders all ask rachel Poor, yeah, yeah. Poor well, there's a running joke in the gym about to. how long it takes Dan to kind of yeah. warm up. Yeah. But if you, you spend years it like actively in a bad position, like this. Yeah, but then he goes and lifts more than everyone in the gym. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan's yeah. a pretty smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But I think for me, yeah. it was kind of just hunched over a keyboard for like yeah. probably from the 21 till about 38, just yeah. kind of like that, and then your shoulders oh, and man. stuff. So now the appreciation I have, yeah. and also from watching, you know, people like you guys doing it to such a real high level. Um, but I feel good that I have a little bit of mobility. That That's I can go so to the gym, I have a little bit of mobility, yeah. I can go yeah. run around a little bit and put a few things over my head, do some pull-ups. I have a, a, I feel like my body's actually functioning. Mm-hmm. And it's that when I first started going to the gym, when Nick pulled me in there, I didn't think that's what I was going to get from it. I thought yeah. I was just going to go lift some weights and yeah, like get strong. But the whole kind of mobility side of it, to me, is almost the better part of it, I which think, I totally appreciate. Yeah. I think if you're, if there's... Um, if the balance lies anywhere too much to one side of your uh, fitness, then you have uh, like a weak link in your armor and will lead to some type of issue in the future. What about making changes? So so I know you're doing, you do something like the 12-week challenge. You're mm-hmm. on the second thing with people. So yes. you, I guess you think that's good enough for people to make wholesale changes for themselves? I, I think 12 weeks is long enough to make a huge difference in someone's life and create habits that can not necessarily will last for years to come. So, and that's where you take it. So just so everyone knows, you're taking a group of people Mm -hmm. 
they're setting goals for themselves yes. and you're doing a whole Everything. fitness regimen and diet to try to get them to, to those their goals. goals you yeah. did that you yeah for you guys did that last time yeah, right yeah i did it in the fall and uh yeah dan made me do something i didn't and i say made me because i didn't really want to do it he <laughs> chose uh i i wanted to but, but you chose it yeah but i heard yeah. you almost died doing I it almost right? yes, yeah, yeah i almost died but it was like one of the best things of my life so don't pick, so don't, pick tom, don't pick don't yeah. pick tom what tom did i heard he almost fell off the rope he was at the top and he literally almost died i feel like i almost died but but, uh, but you don't but you don't man, have to actually that, almost die. No, no, no. I just want to clarify There's for anyone listening. People. I'm very happy that I did that. Yes. And I would <laughs> yeah. gladly go through the whole process again. Well, oh, some yeah. of those guys have made some amazing changes. Oh, yeah. Oh, all of them. Oh, yeah. 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 Is it just men? No. this Well, the first round was just men. And it was not because I'm a sexist or anything like that. But uh, it was all based on... The, I got the idea um, while I was at your entrepreneur... Yeah, yeah, that boot camp we boot did last camp year. That yeah, we yeah. did, that was awesome. So I got the idea during that, um, uh, just something that I could help the members out with, the, the people that I was already working with more. But it was based on the fact that I was going to have my first child. And th- the second thing that was bothering me in, that was going on in the gym was the 530 class got dubbed the dad bod class. And dad bod is a term of like when you're skinny, but you have like a fat belly kind of thing. So that's dad bod, right? I don't know. Yeah. That's I didn't know, but I guess that's what Tom was before he started working out. It's embracing being unfitness of of being a dad. So I didn't like it. So my goal (laughs) was to like start a 12 week challenge where by the time Rach gave birth, um, we'd be at the end of the challenge and I'd be in the best shape of my life. And I was going to prove it by... Um, PRing my snatch and doing this workout called Fran to show that I was in the best condition of my life, and then I got my body fat down really low. So overall, the the like the whole fitness spectrum, I was like everything that I wanted to be when I became a dad. And then for all the guys who were along, was most I think ninety nine percent of them were dads already. Was to kind of get their lives back. Actually, yeah, that's one of the biggest things was, was a lot of dads and a PR yeah. just for anyone listening because I just we take so much for granted. It's yeah. a personal record. Personal so record. Like so best, I, best I was going to be the strongest t- I've been in that movement ever. We yeah. talked about Amanda's weight already. Your yeah. weight, like what do you weigh? So I I, I fluctuate. Yeah. My weight fluctuates anywhere Depending between how many donuts he eats. Yeah, between uh, two hundred and five up to two hundred and twenty pounds. And then um, your bo- uh, so when at the twelve week challenge, what was your body fat down to? So six point five percent. And oh, you, can cool. you feel yeah. good at six point five? Like not for long. Okay. I start to feel. So when like you, what's your I'm range of feeling good? If they don't feed me. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what, what do you feel like? Is uh, like ten percent is like okay. a good feeling. I think for a guy that for most males that's kind of like a good a good place to be to feel good. And yeah. Ten percent you can still like see your abs are not like super defined but they're there. Yeah, yeah um, got it. Anything more than that, and I feel like just sloppy. What's your what? what I mean, what, where's your weight when it comes to body fat and, and stuff, Amanda? Like, do you keep it? Oh, do you even care about that stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I, I figure you don't. It's the, yeah, it's the joke that I don't want to talk about about weight. Um, no, I. Uh, well, the last the last couple months have been different because I started working with someone who is helping me manage uh, my weight, and for a long time it was just like I was like Dan, just reading a bunch of articles, like trying to figure this stuff out on my own, and then you try every tried every diet, and I found a lot of them uh, because I do have more muscle mass than your average like hundred and five pound woman that a lot of these diets, even the ones that, I don't want to name any names, but even the ones that aim uh, at CrossFitters or athletes, like that market themselves as, this is for strength athletes, um, they, the the calories that they give you or the macros that they give you are so low. 
So you weren't eating enough. And I wasn't eating enough, and I'm probably burning a lot more than so, um, than I was. So the problem I'm, lies I'm, in with these companies too is that if they like when they do that, is you will get super lean, especially for her output. And I, I was already oh, really lean, yeah. like when I started. But if she posts pictures and tags them and looks super ripped, then, then it's way better for the company yeah, rather than just it. focusing on purely on. Uh, performance rather than the way you look people this world of social media that's that's a huge well, driver right so I'm, I'm curious how many times uh do you have like a set time that you eat during the day is it like set amount of times uh, the there's day? there is sort of a suggested schedule of meal timing um i'm more or less strict with that based on like right now i'm like kind of off season so i'm eating you know three or four meals based evenly throughout the day but yeah you can really like you can get into this in insane detail where you have a pre-workout with precise precisely whatever 10 grams of carbs and 10 grams of yeah equal amounts of carbs and fat and got it before training for specific purposes so you don't get that hardcore about it uh i i do i get a little bit strict about it for for this meat uh for this string of meats because i had four competitions back to back to back when you said meat i thought you meant meat like this you're eating some kind of meat yeah (laughs) Yeah, four meats, four types yeah, yeah, of meats. Yeah. Like, oh wow, what types of meats are those? No, I have. I, I had to make forty-eight kilos four times in eight weeks. So I knew back at the beginning of the year um, when I changed up my training plan, I changed up uh, my nutrition, and I knew that I was going to have to make weight at all of these meats. And I didn't. I didn't have time, and I didn't want. Um, I didn't want my performance to be dipping and then having to bring it back and then dipping and then having to bring it back between meats so i knew i was going to have to maintain at least something close to 48 like 45 49 at the most um to be able to get through all of these meats like at 48 so uh so for this i was a little bit i was stricter with it than i would normally have been but i mean before i was like trying to do my own thing and then and then um, you you kind of set your set your macros up, but then you end up changing them based on sort of self coaching. Yeah, uh, self coaching is not in any yeah, like exactly. I feel like I've, I've I so have a really good team too. now, yeah. and and I can just offload like okay, just tell me what to do here, just tell me what to do here, just tell me what to do here, and I'm good. I'm good with that. Like you'll follow it, and you're I'm follow it. Yeah. yeah, there's no there's no. So there's a voice of reason. With uh, when you yeah. coach yourself, there's no voice of reason. Yeah. No, because I've programmed for myself before, and then I'll like kill myself, like because I need to do everything every day. And yeah, then and then you it. beat yourself oh, up because you didn't you can't do even barely move anymore. Yeah, got it. <laughs> I didn't do yeah. five reps that I said that I was going to yeah. do. I'll just do them today and then tack them on at the end. Uh, like, it no, it's no, no. just never a good idea. And then when if you just take it and you look from the outside in and be like, would you ever give that to another human being on this earth? Like, no, <laughs> never. There's no yeah. way. Yeah. I'll vote for that because yeah. it was big for me when you started doing all my programming. It yeah. was a, it was a big difference for me. Right. Right. And it, not just that, instead of trying to go and not that I'm like anything like you guys, but, but I just needed, I was kind of working out and just taking the standard workouts that everyone was doing. And for where I was at that time, it was much more beneficial for me to have someone programming specific to me. And it made a, it made a big difference. I, I didn't realize that that was just a few years ago that you started doing that. I was like, holy crap, I've been missing the boat all this That's time. That's the whole reason why we ended up 
Yeah, yeah. That, you end up at my gym. Totally. It was just, I, and then I was like, yeah, you just find someone that's smarter than you with that. You're busy with other stuff. You hire them as a coach. They help you. They walk you through it, and it's mm-hmm. it's easier. And, I think and it's just like you, when I went to Olympic stuff, I just went, you was like, okay, you go talk to Amanda now. Yeah. She's going to make you better at it. Yeah. And it. It worked out. Because you guys have been all doing this for so long, I think mm-hmm. also you can underestimate how like little the average person knows, or at least oh, I did. Sure. Because when I walked into this world, I just thought the leaner that you got, like I thought, oh, if you're leaner, I guess that means you're stronger. And I, uh, I did a whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, the biggest time I realized that was this 12 week challenge Mm -hmm. is I think, um, I think I started at 15 or 16% body fat Mm -hmm. and then we got, you got me right down to like nine point something percent Mm -hmm. body fat. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, for, I think it was for one day. day. Yeah. We took pictures. We took pictures. We took pictures. They did a bunch of biceps. We took pictures. pictures. (laughs) Yeah. We took pictures. (laughs) But I realized that that I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I actually feel better in like the 10 to 12 range than that range. I had never really felt that personally. So I think once you go through this stuff yourself, you can kind of understand where you feel better yeah. but before i really on i honestly just thought the leaner you got that must mean you're fitter yeah. and stronger i didn't know that there's these different zones where you you can actually feel stronger with more weight on your oh, bones something yeah. as simple as that which I, I know might sound ridiculous to you guys i didn't even get i didn't understand yeah. well like the some i get when we do these 12-week challenges i get kind of daily reminders of how much people don't really know because the questions i get i'm like mind blown but none of us are we're not yeah. taught that stuff oh, at all no. No. and it's not not taught and it should be taught but it's not i agree with you 100 percent. i just it to me i just take it for granted over and just over think again, we're taught right? the food pyramid yeah i know right yeah, where everything is like i was starting matters now yeah well, so many people still think like eating fat will just make you fat yeah, like exactly. a basic thing like that yeah. i didn't that, or you want to lose weight so you cut out meat yeah yeah well, when i was in the body i was eating vegetarian even, even subs now, for a while I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> even now so many people like, are like low carb and i i don't even agree with that either they, yeah, they yeah. Get, it's like these trends. It's like why well, why do we go you know so what? up and down I, and so? I want to share something on that. Things, so you know? I uh, before I knew what it was, well, I still don't really know. If I'm much better, but I did low carb for. I did that like I tried to go pretty low carb, pretty meticulously for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And then the last year I had a sore throat and Nick was saying, Hey, I think you should probably just eat more carb. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know. It wasn't, I don't know. It was like, no, listen, I know it's not that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. It's yeah. not yeah. that. And then finally, it's he's funny like, how I remember it so differently. Yeah. He started eating more rice. What? Like for a week or something. No, no, no. That was Dr. Cowan. Potato. He finally, he oh, finally okay, said, yeah. I think eat, eat some more rice. Yeah. And that's when I was meeting Dan. Dan was <laughs> Nick like, Nick told Cowan, he's like, tell him this. Yeah. 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 Totally. And then Tom comes around. He's like, I can't listen to my younger brother. <laughs> my throat's feeling better. I'm like, oh. It's one yeah. of the biggest things I said, you do. said also that yeah. you're not eating enough. And yeah. that was all around the same time. For sure. And then it just all, it was it was better. Especially for the type too. of workouts that you wanted, you, you were doing and wanted to do, 100%. That's, you know who was? Uh, James Meggs. He came in the 12-week challenge. And I gave him, he's on this 12-week challenge. And I gave him his first diet plan. And he came up to me. He's like, dude, this is way more food than I eat. How am I going to lose weight? Yeah. Just give, it's give amazing it that you lose weight yeah. eating more. Six weeks later, ask him what his results were. Lost a bunch of body yeah. fat already, feeling better, working out better, you know, mus- growing muscle because he's been under eating like a grown man. But that's man the kind of stuff that like so you don't long, know. Right? Like I think most of my friends who do, don't go to the gym and they yeah. want to lose weight, they still associate um, losing weight or getting in better shape by like going to salads yeah, yeah. and just I've heard of people less. eating one apple a day I would kill myself yeah yeah that's oh the, my gosh. <laughs> but it, that did that happen to you as well? well yeah I mean that's like when I started with uh, with this new nutrition guy like he bumped my food up like a ton and this was like three weeks before Ontario championships I'm like I don't know and he's like I'm I'm confident that you'll be able to 
get down to below 48 and then walk right into the meat. I'm like, there's no way that that is possible because I've starved myself into meats before and it's really, really hard. You're telling me I can eat this much and then still be underweight like the day before the meet and then eat breakfast the morning of. But it's true. Like as soon as I I, literally like within a week after bumping up my calories, like you just, you just drop. And how are you feeling? You're feeling better. I felt great. I mean, like you're not starving. You're not cutting weight before the meat. So your energy, just your whole energy system must be happier. I'd imagine. And it takes away that whole, uh, like, yo-yo thing where yeah you know everybody brings donuts to the meat and then binge and hard. then binges on whatever mm. afterwards and then it just like spirals and then you have to do the cut all over again because you gain so much weight from like the I, week i after. can give you like an extreme like example of all that so i uh, i was 17 16 20, 17 when i did my first grappling tournament um i was about 190 pounds come that time uh so i cut down to the 170 pound class uh and i did so i had been training for like three months at the time and they're like oh you can do it don't worry so <laughs> they gave Coaching me some advice like, yeah. number one yeah. don't so, worry you so don't they gave cut me. for your first meet so uh, cut 20 pounds. yeah so i cut 20 pounds in like three weeks um and it started this spiral effect because i loved like i loved everything to do with martial arts and competing and fighting and uh so i would do these yo-yo like cuts and i would under eat like very consistently to continue to compete at the weight class and I didn't want to go up because you know you want to be the biggest strongest guy in your weight class and all those kind of things and I did that for years and it, it started to really like I, when you're younger I think your body can you sure really get away stuff right but over years of doing stuff like that um, I had uh, I had to have blood work done um, before a fight and uh, when the blood work came back, my my blood cell counts were so off that they thought I might have leukemia or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I had to go in. I had to get um, a bone marrow extraction done out of my hip. So that literally, like, it's the most medieval thing you've mm-hmm. ever seen. You go in. You've got your robe on. Three, three or two doctors and a nurse come in, and one dude has a some type of tool. The other two are there just to hold you down. And they take this thing and they just, like, with their hand, you just drill it into your hip. Yeah. So they put, like, they numb the skin, but once it gets to the bone, there's nothing they can do. And they drill into your hip and they pull out, like, that much bone marrow. And that's how they figure out if you have uh, lymphoma or leukemia or whatever like that. Uh, I didn't have anything like that. But I was my... I was so screwed up from all this like dieting and cutting constantly and living like way under my means as a like 19, 20 year old kid who's putting out so much energy and barely eating all the time that my blood cell counts were getting all messed up. Um, Hormonally, I was all messed up too. Like I was on like, I I remember before uh, a tournament going in um, to the gym I was at going into the change room changing in into my gear and just sitting there and crying yeah because i didn't i didn't know what the heck was happening to me. just emotional yeah i'm like i don't want to do this but i do want to do this and i don't want to do this and i do want to do this but i i I committed to this fight so i have to go out there and i have to train and i think eventually it pretty much led to uh the reason i got concussed so bad in training camp and had to stop was because i you just you're cutting so hard and you're not there mentally and you just get caught with stupid stuff that you should never get caught as especially at that time by the time that i I retired i'd been doing it for like eight years so the 
the, I should have never been in the situation I was in where I got knocked out like that. Yeah. I think but, that's another thing that people don't realize is the impact that all this stuff, whether it's diet um, or workout routine, has on the other systems in your body. Oh, yeah. Like even for, I didn't realize the impact, the, the way you have to train, not your muscles, but your central nervous system mm-hmm. to be able to work up to certain things. Yeah which is something that I really, I've learned from both of you guys. Like, you know, when, when I, you know, when you're training to get me to go heavy on whatever it is, a squat or deadlift or something that we have to work up to it, because even though my body might be able to lift the weight that one time, it's just not ready to take on that load. Mm. Um, or when you go back to weightlifting and you haven't gone heavy, you kind of got to ramp up and it's, it's not that your muscles wouldn't be able to do it, but it's your central nervous system, right? Yeah. I don't know how the yeah. heck you or guys learn that. it's your joints or it's your... Yeah, joints is another one that so what, does not, what, doesn't what, what develop do you, as fast as your muscles. What do you eat now? You're How tall are you? Six foot? I'm six foot one. Six foot one, 200 and some uh, odd pounds. Right now I'm sitting lower, so like 205. 205. Yeah. Uh, body fat range right now? Right now like, I'm a little bit low. I can feel it. Okay. Yeah. What's low? So like closer, like definitely closer under eight. Really? So yeah. Okay, and then what are you eating? Uh, so whatever Rachel since, cooks them, probably. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but is it a certain amount much. of meals? Yeah, so uh, since January to now, I've been going real hard and I'm pretty much eating the same meals every day. Okay, because oh, so you were trying they? to cut weight, you I were cut, trying to cut like, weight for I, yeah, I a did, competition, right? I cut, um, I cut from January, uh, from January, February, March, so in March. I cut about 15 pounds and then I've been just kind of maintaining so what do you, around there. Describe me some of your meals. Uh, breakfast. Uh, I get up super early, so it's easier for me to make a shake. Uh, to be honest with you, the first thing I do is have a cup of bone broth. That's the first thing I do every morning now because the benefits for your joints and your gut and I'm basically I'm getting in old and I'm feeling yeah, it so I need to do stuff old. like that yeah I agree <laughs> you're in your early saw, 30s you know what I saw at least five yeah, years but, fall out while yeah, you yeah, can too just the but way what you people were walking, don't, I noticed what, your posture what was people a little don't old. realize is my training age is like really old like I've been beating the yeah, crap out of myself for a long yeah, got long it. time okay so my joint like I'm telling you my Mike joints actually talks about that with me sometimes he's like you have an unfair advantage because you didn't work out forever yeah so now your joints are still okay compared to not only did, did I train like an idiot a like, couple times a day consistently? Um, I was under eating my home. Like there was a bunch of things that contributed to like how I okay. feel today. And you will reap what you sow. So 100%. bone broth and then your shake. So that a shake. Yeah, I do um, uh, protein powder uh, and collagen. So the protein powder is a beef. Uh, protein, um, I find it works better with my stomach rather than whey. Okay, so not whey. Yeah. yeah okay. So I, I use a beef protein with collagen. I put ginger in there. I put some turmeric in there. It's like anti-inflammatory stuff. Uh, a cup and a half of frozen berries. A cup of either spinach or kale. Uh, a tablespoon of honey uh, and uh, half a cup of oats. I blend it all up, and so I can get to the gym around like quarter to okay. six. Okay. And then you're doing a workout. Uh, no, and I'm training, training clients, and then I'll do a workout. Like this is my routine since January. So I train one or two clients. I do um, like a conditioning-based workout, which is either like longer distance or interval training uh, on one of the machines. And then I'll eat again uh, two cups of sweet potato, a turkey burger, and fruit. Um, what time is that? That's I know people look at me weird in the gym. Yeah, because you're like eating. That sounds o'clock. like nine thirty or something. They're yeah, like, okay. Oh, you eat that for breakfast? Yeah. I'm like, no, this is like kind of like second breakfast. Midday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then from there, um, I'll go, I'll train another client, uh, or two, and then I'll work out again around noon and then I'll do more, uh, strength or like, depending on what I'm trying to accomplish right now, I've been doing, doing a lot of, uh, hypertrophy work around my shoulders and stuff. Cause I have a, uh, partially torn labrum in my shoulder. So I'm just trying to build up the muscle around there. 
Um, and then, so I'll train again and then, uh, I'll have my post-workout shake, which has about a hundred grams of carbs in the form of sugar, um, just to replenish what I put out, uh, has collagen and protein in it. Again, a couple other supplements, uh, glutamine, creatine, um, just the stuff that's really been proven to work. Sure. Uh, so those are my two workouts done and then, um, back to either training people or I, sometimes I have some time to do my computer work, business stuff, uh, training people. And, um, that could go all the way to about seven o'clock, depending on the day. Okay. So and some days I'll go home at five and some days I'll go home at okay. seven, uh, for dinner, I'll have a cup and a half of rice, stir fried veg. Uh, I like putting tomato sauce on it for more flavor. And then I'll have, um, some free range chicken with that. Uh, so every meal will have like a carb source, vegetables, and a good protein source. Uh, before I go to bed, I usually have, um, grass-fed beef burger no bun just a burger uh and um some like this chopped like up celery day. yeah it's yeah, just I'm a like lot of food yeah and how many calories are you burning a day do you think uh so if you look at my whoop band yeah. it was somewhere in the four thousand to five thousand calorie yeah. range depending if i yeah i'm a big dude so yeah. that plays into it but on top of that i'm on my feet from 6 a.m to about 7 p.m every day with two workouts and so all you I could do be for eating four thousand calories and weights around yeah. yeah, yeah, and still be in a deficit. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I lose like that. That's that. I was like losing weight doing that diet. Got but it. Dan yeah. probably is has to be stricter with meal timings. We were talking about meal timing earlier. I'm like, well, Dan, Dan's busy, so the more that you have on your plate, the more structured you have to be. Okay, with. so that gives you more flexibility. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. Now, now it's not quite as as strict. You've got like a window and. Okay. My, my life is a lot easier now training wise a, than it used what about your do you per- notice a difference when you, like if you don't eat the right thing before or after like when you were being really strict with a certain amount of fats after the workout and this much before would you notice a difference in your training or performance when you were that strict over when you're like you've loosened things up recently over the last few months yeah um and it actually makes it easier to be stricter just because you're you're eating uh so for example fat and protein at the right time so that you're not hungry at random times now i find if i'm a little bit looser then i'll get hungry and i'll get cravings at, at times that i times, yeah. that i normally wouldn't so for sure it, how many calories do you think you're burning a day or do you know? um right now i'm on i'm i'm sort of maintaining so it's like around 16 50 1700 uh it's probably a little bit like right now it it varies by by how intense my training is right now and i'm kind of in an off season where i'm just doing like high volume stuff uh as training ramps up and i get uh into like a heavier phase of training then it would probably be closer to 1800 which is pretty good for i mean i mean i've been as low as uh, <laughs> you're before about, a me you're like talking I've about been, how much you're eating uh, or how much you're putting out uh that's how much i'm eating uh, were you asking how much she was putting out or eating well i like guess it's kind of if, she's, if you're kind of if maintaining i'm maintaining where you are, you're, she's probably pretty that. similar yeah. right yeah depending on yeah if you're in a yeah. cut and phase that's to maintain around like just under 49 I know when you're working, when you're, I don't know what it is. So is that like for a female your size, is that, I guess that's, is that high? Like where, where does that fall on the scale? I think that's pretty high. Pretty yeah. high for I, I don't for know. Size. I really just don't know. So yeah, that, yeah. that's how, so, so that, that your body size will obviously, I guess it makes sense on how much you're, you know, how much energy you're using, how many calories yeah. you're right? It's yeah. definitely and the most yeah. that I've been eating at this body weight. Mm-hmm. Her, oh, wow. her workouts sure. are a lot different to than what I do. Cause yeah, like cause she's lift, she's lifting and, but there's like 
three or four reps that happen or three to five reps yeah, that yeah. happen and then there's a rest and then mm-hmm. she does a lot of sets back and forth like that yeah. whereas like I could be going an hour straight yeah, yeah sounds yeah, like Dan's calling you lazy no yeah. no it's just the way like, something so works sounds right? like you just said your workouts are better than hers no well, not somebody has a close. national record yeah exactly so. <laughs> somebody <laughs> does it <laughs> but it's just different right With she's using a certain type of energy system I'm using like a bunch of types of energy systems it's just different. and I think we're all unique like that's the oh, biggest sure. thing that I've learned is that we're all so different. Like yeah. there's no cookie cutter one no. kind of diet. Well, you anybody. said there was recently you went to a seminar where the guy did a biopsy of his muscle type mm-hmm. to see to, to your point about being unique to see what kind of muscle fibers he had and what percentage yep. where where he could excel. I, okay, so like that's taking it. To I, an don't extreme, like that. yeah, I don't <laughs> like that. I don't like that. That's an extreme level. Just but. just from the perspective of like instead of finding something that you like and something that you're good at and then pursuing that it's like that's fair. having something some yeah. external force like funnel you into what I think you should be good like at the com- the and so system. i think okay forever he did that after he had won a bunch of iron man because oh, okay. like yeah, yeah, yeah. he, he's he went from competing and so this guy then why do it uh, because he's coaching now so he he wants as much information as possible to use for when he when he's oh. programming for people. So he wanted to see after all his years of training and competing and stuff like that, you know, how, you know, how his body was made to do that. And it's just, he had a genetic potential to do something really crazy. I could have that same genetic potential. And if I don't have it up in my head to do it, it's not going to happen. Well, right? like anything when you're yeah. getting to that level. Like Actually, that's one a great Iron question. Man is crazy. Yeah. yeah. But that's a great question for you too, is at this point, what's harder for it? Like is the, the mental game must be, cause this is what freaks me about a weight, weightlifting. Cause I didn't even really think about competing in weightlifting when I was just trying to lift heavy weight. I like lifting, flipping weights. So when yeah. I started training with you or when you started coaching me, I was like, help me lift heavier lift weights. weights. Yeah. <laughs> and then I realized after competition said, I was like, Oh my God, you train all this time. You go to this competition, you get three shots at the snatch, yeah. three shots at the clean no and pressure. jerk. Yeah. And then if you don't hit it, it's over for another flipping year. Yeah. Like it, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's not easy. So mentally that's gotta be or four tough. years. Yeah. If you're it's taken a yeah. long time yeah. to develop uh, like the proper mindset. And I, I feel like I'm only just sort of getting there. And I wish that when I started competing that someone actually just said, hey, go have fun. And not like this is a big deal and you need to do X, Y, Z and you've done this in training so you need to hit whatever um, because it just put way too much pressure on me for a really long time. So finally I'm I'm uh, starting to come into my own, I think, cool. as a competitor. Who, who put so and, much pressure on you? You? Uh, it's. I mean, it's always going to be partly... <laughs> <laughs> it's always going to be what? partly yourself it, well, we because like, like Dan, no, 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 no. Like Dan said, like you, you need, you need a, a good angel on your shoulder to be like, Hey, because otherwise you just beat yourself up mm. and you're like, Oh man, I'm so embarrassed. That was a terrible performance. Like I've had competitions where I didn't bomb out. I totaled and I won my weight class and I went home and I was just like, upset. I know, but like beyond upset where you're just like, why do I do this? That was the most embarrassing thing ever. Like, I suck at this sport wow. and and yeah, then but then you have the same me. I had the same uh total at a different competition where I went in with a different mindset and it was the most fun ever and I came out of it like I don't care about my total like that was awesome and I want to do it again mm. awesome I think what the fun factor is a huge thing I'm so happy to hear that you're fun, coming into your own having fun yeah, at it because it makes training even the bad days are good days yeah. like I just love training right now but that's I cool. I think that a lot of people think that that's something you have or don't have and that's why i don't like the idea of like 
what am I built for? Where do I belong? Yeah. And then instead of just like, well, why do I find this interesting? And then I want to, I want to get better at this because some people like, and I've heard this from coaches and athletes, like so-and-so is a good competitor. So-and-so's, you know, they just, they're that, just yeah, not good in all, competition. All sports, and then sure. for yeah. a long time, I was just like, I don't, I, I felt like I wasn't a good competitor and you know in competition i'm just i couldn't bring it or whatever i didn't oh, have wow. the fire or i didn't have the so right so much of it's mental <laughs> eh but wow. but then i but then the other the other side of me the the part that that took on weightlifting as as purely like an interest and then pursued it because i liked getting better at it and it's a little puzzle that you can figure out part that part of me uh, uh always looked at that and then just thought well why why are some people better at competing? Like what it, like there's gotta be something that you can learn here. It's not just like, you know, a it's, flip of a yeah, coin and either you have white. it or you don't. Well, like, I know, like you it, can learn, like you can train your brain, you can train your mind just like you can train your body. But there's a lot of the, like athletes use sports psychologists. Like I know, especially yeah. in the MMA world, I know cause they got, they visualize winning the fight and all yeah. this stuff. Did you, do you? Do I you, started you with s- that uh, stuff uh, just recently. I mean, I'd always, I had always done, um, I'd always kind of like, you dabble in meditation and stuff, but until you have someone sit down and say, you know, I want you to do this. So uh, the coach that I'm working with right now, Greg Everett, he, a couple uh, weeks out from Ontario Championships, he's like, I want you to do visualization in the morning and in the evening. This is how you're going to run through it and you're going to imagine, you know, everything. And it's, and it's a full, like, it's like almost when you really get into it, it's almost like hallucination where where you're sitting there and you can feel the barbell and you can feel the weight of the barbell and you can imagine your warm up through to whatever weights. And then oh, wow. and I want you to do that before, uh, like each train going into each training session. So because you know what you're going to be doing the next training session and what you want to achieve for that training session. And it made a huge difference. Like so you really, enjoy, really so you, yeah, you enjoyed it. Yeah, and I'm still like I still work on that. The discipline yeah. to do that is tough. That is hard to do. It's uh, relaxing yeah. though. It it's, doesn't once you do it, it's like, relaxing. Once you do yeah. it, then you're like that was really enjoyable, and it made my training so much Except more productive. Except for when you're like getting ready for a fight. I read a book called Mind Gym. That's okay. a really good one. Getting uh, ready for a fight, and you're picturing getting punched in the face. Yeah, that's like oh, literally. Well, you don't, yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's literally you feel your heart rate normal. doing this. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I'll be in a car driving, thinking about what's happening, and my heart rate just going crazy. Yeah. Bah, 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 and I'll bah, still bah, have bah, like uh, yeah. I was talking to Kylie, one of our other uh, coaches at Radix, mm-hmm. about this the other day, where before each fight, like either the day before or the the morning of, if I have time, I will, <laughs> I will under. I'll, I'll have like a little almost like a little panic attack where everything comes to a head and then it's like all of that pressure like this meet means this and you need to hit this to qualify for this and you've worked so hard for this and remember that one lift that you missed oh man and then and then it all gets bottled up and then you let it go and then you go into the competition and you're just okay like, so i gotta ask <coughs> you about that so so i'm gonna say i i, I could pick anyone but let's say, take a, an international one so we'll say the like world championships yeah so it's in california you're walking up there was this your this wasn't your first world championship no right? no okay so let's say the first ones or this one whatever yeah like when you're walking out there to go do your lift like aren't you you're not freaking out like i don't even no, like it at the gym if i'm trying to hit a big weight and people the 10 people watching me i'm like why are these oh, people watching people me watch. man <laughs> <I don't laughs> well i mean the nice thing the nice thing about this sport is it's like the exact same conditions in every competition so you have a barbell and it weighs precisely this much just like the <laughs> exact true. barbell that you lifted in training so you can kind of use that to logic yourself like out of the panic mode 
um, there there always is like a little bit of flutters. Like you 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 kind of need that. You you don't want to go into a competition being like, well, I don't care. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. You, 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 need a, you need to enjoy have it. To have a competitor. That. Yeah. You have to. But it but there's a difference that. between like fear and and being nervous. Mm-hmm. Like there's a difference between anxiety and and worrying about what the outcome is, and then just like having that nervous energy that you can use to to lift more weight than you've ever yeah. lifted. And then before. if you hit the first one, so let's say you hit your first lift, then are you like, uh, you, you know, you just kind of feel better. Like there's, feels like the pressure's yeah. off yeah. versus if you miss Making the first. Making an opener is highly recommended. Yeah. Because I, I'd imagine <laughs> I used if, you, to miss if you miss the first, the first opener, one. I used to miss my first lift. Like I was, it was famous. It was like, <laughs> I, I was famous for it. I would walk up, just miss pu- the first one in the exact same way every time until I finally figured out like what I need to focus on to make that first lift. But for a long time, it was. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, for a long time, I would just miss that first one, and then, and then it's like. Then pressure ramps up. Uh, I imagine it's so stressful. But I mean, you can still come back from that. And now I know, like, hey, I, it's okay. Like, it does, you, there is no pressure. There's never any pressure. There's never any pressure. And and I had that thought in uh, at Pan Am's where I'm like, you start to get nervous, and the day's getting closer, and you're just kind of waiting, and then you're like, this is just weightlifting, one and two. Like I. I I don't have to be here if I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Like there are tons of other people who would love to yeah, be in this spot mm-hmm. and I can I could check out at any point. I can I can do my first snatch and then be like peace. I'm going home and you'll be, you know, never invited back, but you could do that and no one would really care sure. in like a year. Yeah. But so you're like, "Hey, well, this is an opportunity. It's not an obligation." So I want to be here and I'm excited to be here. Were you like an are you naturally like amped up to do it? when you're there uh like, are you like i am now yeah. i am now now that i've but like you have to, or are you like more i know what kind of mindset i need to mm-hmm. be in yeah. for sure uh going through the competition i'm i'm pretty like chill mm. and then like nick was making fun of me earlier for my celebrations and like yeah, once once you make yeah. that <laughs> lift <laughs> that's when like the emotion comes out but before that before that it's just like you, but do you I, need somebody to help you no. bring it up, or no. you just need to like? Yeah. I'm thinking if you have to calm yourself, if you have to actually bring yourself, my, my, yes. I might be yeah. so freaking my, out. Yes. I have to bring myself yeah. down. Yeah. No, for me, it's it has to be. I can really only hit those like PR numbers when it's no longer a big deal, and I'm ready to take the next step. Like if you're still making it a big drama in your head, like mm-hmm. this is a PR and this is what Canadian record, blah 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 blah, then that's gonna freak you out, and and it's just gonna be way too much pressure and you can't focus on the movement like once it just becomes like okay this is just another weight and we could call it anything we call it 101 kilos we call it 222 pounds so why is 222 pounds a big deal and then 218 pounds was no problem when you set the record what were you saying to yourself do you remember um i had at that point convinced myself that it was just a red and a yellow on the bar so it was 95 kilos (laughs) amazing and and i just pretended that I couldn't see the collars and that's part of the visualization where you're like you you go up and it's amazing like what your mind can do and and convince like if you tell yourself this weight is going to feel really heavy it'll feel really heavy there's there's no chance that that weight's going to feel light but if you think of the weight as just another way like the weight doesn't matter it's just about the movement if, so. if someone wants How to see you? that record lift is it on your instagram where can someone is it youtube or instagram yeah because uh, the celebration afterwards is awesome <laughs> epic well, you've earned that celebration <laughs> yes. i don't care to me okay. when you see that celebration you're like yeah. you've earned I just that ce- would not be the one to be the person in her way on the <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is that on your instagram <laughs> account yeah or, it's on my instagram uh, what, what is it what's your life in kg 
Life in KG. Life in KG. Life in KG. Or li- Life Inc. G. <laughs> Got it. Life Inc. G. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's worth watching. Really that's worth watching. It's a good feeling yeah, when cool. you make, make lists, so. <laughs> that's I, a big a thing though the the positive talk versus like self-positive talk versus self-negative talk yeah it's huge yeah. i you know what i noticed so that recently huge. was at radix when we were doing that crazy 12-week thing where i said i almost died i had to do three, 30 clean and jerks not that my clean and jerks <laughs> look anything like them. i did 30 clean and jerks and then i had to run a mile and then do 10 rope climbs and yeah. i was failing on the rope climbs and i remember thinking to myself because i don't really compete against any anyone i just remember thinking wow i'm i'm, I'm i guess i'm gonna fail at this and that's interesting because i kind of worked at this for like 12 weeks so i'm gonna let dan down and i wonder how i'm gonna react so like it was this slow motion yeah. like processing time like slows down. every yeah times sl- i saw dan walk over and talk to rachel and i could see he was concerned <laughs> and then rachel was i just i was like how much time how much time is he stop? gonna no <laughs> i was like how much time is he gonna need to get 100 burpees done at the end of this yeah 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 and, and I she, th- we were like calculated i'm like okay he's getting back on the rope yeah now. yeah yeah <laughs> and then i saw i saw the doors i saw Irwin walk in and charles yeah, like you yeah, see yeah. all these things happening yeah. in slow motion yeah. and then you said just take another minute and somehow yeah. i managed to climb up the rope with more rest i guess that makes kind of sense yeah, yeah. and then i remember running with my arms down because i couldn't raise my arms <laughs> up so i was running for a mile like this and then nick gave me a good tip he's like why didn't you just grab your shirt or something i'm like i had no concept of it yeah well, that's what and i do i look i'll look hook on or just don't give, because it gives my arms a rest so instead of just well because it was really yeah, awkward for me it's, running for me, the, for me yeah. it's easier i'll i don't know do you, do you have that? a bet no, <laughs> I, 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 like i've been in spots those type of spots i'm typically not thinking yeah you know what anything to make yourself feel better but just from that from your self-talk going up to the bar and then my little recreational version of that i find those are like the awesome moments moments of life they're growing yeah like i find looking back on that those are the like those are the things that i really appreciate that i'm i'm like thank 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 God I did that. Yeah, yeah. and you because keep chasing those, and that's what yeah, you're like it's yeah. the same principle for everything that any one of us have accomplished. No matter you know if it's different levels, but it's a, a high level for each of us. I think whenever, whether it's fitness or something else, whenever you strive for something, you focus on it, you put in the work, the the feeling and the satisfaction you get after, like it's life changing moment. And it's not just that moment; it's the whole. So if you're talking twelve week challenge or whatever else, it's whatever led you to that point it's just it makes a big difference of who you are as a person because now you know you're capable of concentrating and achieving something as opposed to someone that sees something through halfway and then just says ah screw it I'm not going to do it well and for someone like me who was kind of in the corporate world for a little while then us going and starting our own business and stuff this has been one way for me to try new things in life like otherwise you get into a routine when you're in your mid 40s like I am a lot a lot of people in their mid 40s don't try new things in life anymore and when I go to Radix and you put something on the board that's like completely ridiculous, and I mean that in a good way, yeah. it's good because it'll be the first time I'm trying like a bunch of handstand push-ups. Yeah. Like I maybe in life have never tried that before. Mm. So the gym offers me a place where I can continue to try new things and continue to grow even in my 40s. So I really want to thank you for that. Like it's yeah. it's a big deal. Yeah, it, no, it's, that's cool. That's what you it's don't have about. that in life to go. You, there's not many places you can do that. No, for you sure. Know? Yeah. Um, Why don't you thank me for that too? <laughs> yeah, no, you told me to go to the gym. <laughs> Nick, I'll tell you, when Nick said go to the gym the first time, and the uh, first time I went in there, I threw my stuff down, and then he came and whispered to me. He's like, why'd you have to throw it down right there? I'm like, I don't know. Is there a change room in this? Because like, I didn't know how this gym works. Yeah. And then I did a deadlift. They were trying to check if I could deadlift or something. And I think they put 25 pounds on the bar on each side. And I kind of pulled my back. Oh. Like it was kind of he- like I was like, oh, this is not at Radix though. No, it was not. Just so it's not at your yeah. gym. It was not at your <laughs> gym. But I kind of hurt my back just because I was so out of shape. And Nick said, "Do not tell anyone 
You hurt your back. <laughs> so lifting, supportive. Lifting that night. Because it was totally 95, 95 pounds. pounds. If anyone asks, we're not related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do <laughs> not tell anyone. Yeah. And then I tried skipping. I just watched, was watching out for him. Yeah. Like, and then I tried skipping and I literally brought my knees to my chin. Like, I, oh, I brought yeah. it up. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, uh, you need, yeah, you need that intro. Yeah, yeah. I can still barely yeah. skip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You guys have gotten so much better. Though. Well, yeah. Like, hey, I I'm remember. the same way too. When I first went to do CrossFit for the first time, I could barely put my hands over my head because of how bad my mobility was. And I told Rachel, I want to walk on my hands. She almost died. Yeah, yeah, that's from all the like just You need to put your over hand over, over your, your head, head before you can, you know, that's just from punching. I remember Nick went yeah. to the gym. I think it felt like for 15 years before you found the CrossFit stuff. And yeah. he came and he said, yeah, I did this thing. I met this girl trainer. I guess this would be Rachel. Yeah. She said, climb up this rope or something. <laughs> and then I, I, I don't know if you threw up in a bucket, but you're like, there was a bucket there and I, you can <laughs> throw up so if you fun. want to. Yeah, I like want to do that it again. Was like, I almost, like, that's old, I that's old bucket. school cross. Yeah, yeah, I was like, too, you could right? throw up or maybe yeah. you threw up. Or she didn't. really I loved remember. hurting people though. Like I, I, that's how I met her was like, I signed up for <laughs> 10 personal training sessions with, which was supposed to be with the owner who was like a big power lifter guy. And I'm like, oh, this dude's going to make me strong. And I show up for my first one, and she comes Rachel up to me, and she's around. like, I'm going to teach you how to do CrossFit. I almost laughed in her face. Yeah, yeah. An hour later, I could barely yeah, move. I was on the ground like, what she's did tough. she do to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to get was, punched It was in the impressive but, but the way she could move. Yeah. 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 I remember. But it's uh, a positive push, though. Totally. Like, yeah. I, I think she really wanted to hurt me, though. And, and, <laughs> and like, there's no... There's there's no judgment. Like she wasn't like, oh no, man, this guy can't no, do not at all. deadlifts. Oh, no, no. Like Rachel God bless awesome. Richard. No, she married for, me eventually. Yeah, right? that's so. true. I guess. <laughs> and she's a true teacher. You know, I she remember is. when I was spotting someone on the bench press, and I didn't know what I'm doing. Again, I, I know just try to catch the bar, and they weren't coming down. I forget what I was doing, but I touched the bar mm. when I shouldn't have touched the bar across mm. the gym. That's like bro code. Ra- yeah, yeah. <laughs> she like, screamed at me, "Get your hands off the bar!" Yeah, like oh my god, what did I do wrong? You know, she's good. But she teaches. She's I learned old I though, because yeah. she's not like she's that. As much. She's getting soft in her old age. She's, she's, yeah. she's, she's great. Priorities. That's the because focus. I haven't heard yeah. her scream at somebody like that except for me in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, even will. even yeah. like when I started, so so I didn't even have like I had no athletic background, and I didn't. God bless Richard, because he was he he somehow convinced me that like this could be fun and i could be like pretty good at this yeah. although he never i don't i don't know if he ever said that but it was more just like yeah that's good it was terrible yeah. all of my lifting was awful <laughs> like when i went in so i lied to you lied i to didn't you. even have Gotta get him in the i didn't door. even have like training clothes like i sh- i showed up in like cotton cargo shorts and like a <laughs> like a tank top that was yeah. not like an like i was covered in sweat by the end of it yeah. but like i didn't even have that and like no one no one said like no one made me feel like i couldn't that's do cool. this. That, yeah. that's you what need, you need you, need that. you know what yeah. i think that's the biggest difference too between you know for anyone looking at trying this any any type of workout thing yeah. when you go to places there are certain places where it can be yeah. intimidating it can be cliquey. It's about what you wear, and, and there's mm-hmm. these these types of things. When you find an environment that is truly supportive, and there can be like a, a competitive angle to it in a, in a good way and stuff like that. But when you find a good environment that's truly supportive, it makes a massive difference. It, it oh, really does. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's 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 uh, a testament to actually what you created at Radix because there's so many people that well, Siberia and what Amanda's doing is is a good example too. That that can you know, in the, within that environment will be supported and try to be lifted up as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and everyone will tell you that, that, that where they started, 
Totally. Like yeah. everyone, everyone would be like, don't worry, man. Like yeah. it's, well, I started, I couldn't do, I still couldn't lift the bar. Yeah. <laughs> it just takes me longer to learn. I, I'm just a slow learner is yeah, the way I look yeah. at it. Right. I, I'm I, one more thing for Amanda over the years of you training. I just want everyone to understand how, what kind of mindset you need. Did you ever think, okay, I'm not going, I'm assuming you didn't go out with your friends all the time because you were training three yeah. days a week. So you had to get sleep and stuff. Yeah. Did you well, ever, I mean, I was in school for a lot of it. So, uh, part of it was just like, you're just focusing on, I was trying to focus on both and I wanted to do well in both. So, but yeah. Uh, did you ever have, feel like you were missing out on other stuff or did you feel I'm on the path? I, I just interested in, in, yeah. in the mindset. No, there were definitely days where, um, there was one day in particular where I was cutting for a meet that was right before Christmas and it was like the Christmas season and everybody's, you know, celebrating and you go out to parties and you can't eat anything and you're, you know, you're kind of like, well, okay, I got to go now. It's like nine. I got to be in bed by 930. Um, so, yeah, for sure, there, there are definitely days. You pick your days. So, um, and and I mean, you, you at first it's hard because people see you doing this and you don't have the results to justify it yet. Yeah, so, so they're just like, what are you doing? They're just like, come on. Why bother? Like, it's okay. It's just provincials or whatever. But the, now now people people understand like yeah, why I'm well, doing it. It's kind of like at oh. first when you get really strong and then and then people ask you to help them move furniture and now they don't ask you anymore because they know you're going to, like when we set up for competitions, they're like, don't ask Amanda. She's got to meet in like two weeks. Yeah. She's, she can't get injured. I don't do it anymore either. But, but yeah. For <laughs> yeah for just make the, the but guy, so looking back. You want a CrossFit workout? I'm, I'm hoping. You don't regret <laughs> any of the stuff? Like looking back? Um, I mean, there was nothing else that I could have done, right? Like, there, like I could have gone to those parties and not made weight at mm-hmm. the competition and not like you can you always have a choice and I mean like I I had I really liked this and I wanted to achieve some goal at that time so I did whatever was gonna get me there like within there's, reason there's a reason why she is where she is too, totally yeah you try and and make like a compromise so whatever if me and my boyfriend wanted to go out to celebrate his birthday or something i was like well there's a meet like the the week before or yeah so so let's do this another time or the week after there's like it's fine i can fit in a meal there so you you the the people who love you get it get and it, yeah. they'll understand i just uh, there's a lot of parallels to us when we quit our jobs to start this business i know how many hours we had to put in and i always associated it with creating momentum yep. like we had to put in the hours mm-hmm. To create momentum and then once it's going and you have your routine set it's a little bit more manageable and stuff but those first few years like if you don't set those habits down you can't create enough momentum and enough kind of positive gains in the business building to really build anything and it's kind of similar to me with what you've did you know year after year you yeah. were kind of setting the momentum and once you had it rolling it was easier to maintain yes just from an outside observer that's yeah. kind of what i see and even from um uh like a financial perspective like once like i you're you're broke for so long and you're like i remember sneaking into utm and i i didn't pay my gym fees that month and the alarm goes off and they're like oh it's okay you go around through the back and then someone lets you in through the back door and then finally you get to a point where like you, this is you, how in canada we make national champions or i'm like running for the bus or something i run out of bus tickets i there was one day where i had to like bike with all my stuff home anyway like you you go through all of these and then you finally like break through and then you get a little bit of funding and then that's when it gets easier. And I mean, there are other challenges along the way, but 
yeah for sure you pick up that momentum and then you finally like you have enough behind you where people see where you're going instead of this just like obsessive weird you, habit how, that how, how does just, it work in Canada where you get some funding you have to hit certain levels or? uh yeah so there's a provincial level of funding and then there's a national level of funding and that's so, on results uh it's based on results through the year yeah it's select competitions so some are more important than that's others. cool it's pretty brutal it's, it's it? complicated yeah. 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 boxing's the same way. yeah it's, it's bad pretty convoluted but and yeah the, for sure the you politics gotta, is even worse and then uh, and i think that's what a lot of people don't get like i mean i'm a coach so i see it a lot and i want all of my athletes to understand this when they come in is that like m- uh, most people will work hard most people will do like everything that you give them but you it's work over time and the time is is the killer like like it's a lot longer than most people think. Oh yeah, yeah. When I first went to the gym, I thought in six months I'd be going to these CrossFit yeah. regional game. I'm like, oh, I could probably maybe I should try to go for that. Yeah, yeah join the list. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what most people misunderstand. Yeah. Like you'll and work then- hard, but I mean, you've got them. And and for a lot of my athletes, like I don't want them to do too much at the beginning because then it becomes overwhelming like i'll have people who come up and they're we're prepping for their first competition and they want to know if they should cut four kilos in two weeks like don't touch that like don't don't even touch the nutrition like get the training in consistently first and then we'll add the ROMWOD, and then we'll add the the nutrition, and Ram then we'll add yeah, yeah we'll it. add the yeah. stretching routine, and then we'll add this, and then we'll add this, and you you tack it on bit by bit. Like I didn't start off doing six days a week. If I had, I would have burnt out. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, like a curve too. But right? I had yeah, I had people who just said, yeah. okay, this is enough, and so I was like, okay. Yeah, cool. And then Dan, I'm curious, what's yes. driving you now? Because you know you're oh, you, you're running Radix, you're running 12 week challenges, yeah. but you're Old still pushing. No, but you're pushing yourself. Like I know yeah. after you, I train you, pretty hard still. Yeah, you coach us, and you'll be yeah. out there running around doing a salt bike in the sun or rowing in the sun. That, that's just for tanning purposes. Only. To, yeah, 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 yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. But uh, what what's like? Because you don't necessarily have to be doing this stuff. No, anymore. I don't have to do it at all. But. How could I coach people to do the crazy stuff they do without so, doing yeah. it? But you okay, also that's like what it. you believe. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love yeah, it. I, love if it. I yeah. if I won the lottery tomorrow, I would buy a bigger gym. Yeah, yeah. I would You'd pay Amanda more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I would work out two to three times a day. Do the same thing. I I yeah. absolutely love yeah. training. You have like, to. Really I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't yeah. live without it. Like, yeah, but the next two and just to be clear, you're loving the whole process of the training. I love it. I love being in the moment. I love the pain of it. Yeah, because you're not trying to hit this one goal and then you'll love it. No, you're no, loving no. the whole experience I, of it. I at actually, this point. at certain points in my life, I love the training more than the actual competing part of it. Yeah, sure. I was like that for a long time. Yeah. There's points where I really enjoyed the competing and I didn't want to train as hard, but right now i just i love the train i love the way i feel i love being in really good shape i love being strong and agile and being able to run and jump and do everything you, I do. you were fighting before weren't you yes for yeah. like years so you so don't want to get hit in the face anymore i can't i've had too many concussions and they're gonna fix my nose tomorrow so if anybody touches me I'll lose yeah it. tomorrow's a big day tomorrow's a big day i've been waiting for yeah, this because you might be able to get more now. oxygen yeah Uh-oh. that's a big deal oh man these young guys are gonna yeah pay yeah, yeah, yeah that's gonna a get big. even stronger <laughs> yeah. you sound even like, better you looking you sound like me you're you're <laughs> 10 years younger than me or something you sound like me yeah, with the young guys because yeah, yeah. i'm trying to keep up with him which i can and then guys even younger you know and like i can hold on to some of them but it's just it's I've definitely it, seen the the 
body it makes it at 45 yesterday we was a short workout and these these guys were finishing like a whole round ahead of me mm. i'm like i'm just wondering why is my body not going any faster like <laughs> why? like i'm trying this is full effort like yeah. i'm trying but it just won't go much faster yeah. than this. Oh, no, it's guy's so like, discouraging john's sometimes. like 25 and he was showing me his whoop data and he's like look um i i burned seven thousand calories yesterday <laughs> i'm like oh my god after that's his third or fourth workout yeah that's yeah. insane yeah. Yeah. yeah i just can't i mean you, you can't recover this that's that's the difference is you can't recover the same oh, at least for me what Plus, i've noticed this, is you can't recover the look same at way. the stress levels right the, yeah. like i called him the other day at like 1 30 in the afternoon to go back to the gym for me and i'm like hey john I'm like you're sleeping. There's no. It's one thirty in the afternoon. You're that's sleeping. Like that's, that's the good life, life so, yeah. man. If you can work out, yeah. Hey, your you life, your terms. Out. Yeah, that's exactly. Goodness gracious. But yeah, for sure. Anything you, else? You got so it. the only thing I was I was gonna ask is just it. what um if for anyone reach wanted to reach. I mean, I don't know if people are around or people want to reach out to you guys for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you do. Don't coaching contact around me stuff. for any reason. Okay, so don't no. reach out to. You have to watch Amanda's video on her Instagram. On her Instagram. And if you're there, just send her a weird message. Just gonna freak her out a little bit. <laughs> something uh, so what's so just is it just radix the the website the, yeah like radixperformance.com.com dot com yeah, uh, yeah. Reach out to you, you can reach out to me through the email on and the is, contact it, is it worth reaching out to you if, if anyone yeah wants yeah no i'm you? just joking yeah uh i really only have <laughs> i'm terrible at social media I, I don't even have a cell phone like these she guys know i have a it's flip pretty phone incredible. although yeah. i did watch the avengers and tony stark also had a flip phone it, that's so true yeah, yeah. she told me i love that you don't have a cell phone you just have a flip yeah. phone yeah i mean all. i have a cell phone just nobody ever messages me on it i check it like once a week and, and that's how you become yeah, that's how yeah, that's right. yeah that's <laughs> no that's that's nothing to do with weightlifting that's just like no no there's a lot oh, there it's so hard the but uh, so repeat hard. the instagram account one more time yeah uh life in kg l i f e i n k g and she won't respond to you anyways. No, it like. I so will. That's, oh, yeah. I will. That's the one thing. I have a Facebook page too, but I don't know. I don't really put much effort On the it. notes for this podcast, we'll put both of those things. So if you're listening to this, you can also find them there. And that'll yeah. be at uh, rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash podcast. You'll be able to find the link to this. And we'll have both links there too. So if you're looking for this, you can find them there. Cool. 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 Thanks, guys. Well, yeah, thanks, thanks guys. No, Appreciate no it. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Tom Kradz again. So hopefully you enjoyed that chat with Nick and Dan and Amanda. We're going to put the link to Dan's um, gym in the show notes for this. So if you go to rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash podcast, you'll find the link to this episode and be able to get the link to his uh, gym out there. Amanda's Instagram will also link to that as as well there. So rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash podcast. You'll be able to get to this episode um, and get those links. Hopefully you took a lot away from that. We are having fun with this show it for all of the, uh, those of you who've given us feedback on itunes and you know give us a five-star review thank you so much it means a lot to us that's kind of the way we're getting feedback to gauge how we're doing on this so thank you so much really means a lot we're still having fun doing this so we're still planning to roll these episodes out we have a couple uh, great guests in the pipe i don't have them booked just yet um but we're pretty excited about some of the next episodes so stay tuned for that and if you're listening to this and you have anything you want to share about this podcast with us guest ideas, topics to cover, whatever it is, you can email podcast at rockstarinnercircle.com. So that's podcast at rockstarinnercircle.com to get through to us. So again, thank you for all the feedback. It's really helping us drive and try to uh, pull on uh, the best guests that we can and, the, and share as much information as we can about real estate investing and just about living life on your terms. That's really the number one priority for in our own lives and why we're doing this show and it's why we built Rockstar Real Estate. It's, it's to help ourselves and others live life on your own terms. 
So with that, we'll wrap up. Until next time, your life, your terms.